previously recorded in Cookville, Tennessee, it's the NFLs on NFLs.com. Hello, everybody. We are back at it. 2019, the grand return. Bing, bang, bong. <laughs> Send in the clowns. <laughs> Welcome back to NFLs, your favorite podcast where two people who don't spend enough time researching the NFL <laughs> predict every single game. And yet still do a better job than people that are paid to do it <laughs> professionally. Yeah, we'll go over our win rates from last season, but it really wasn't that bad, actually, there at the end. Um, I'm Jacob Wilkinson. You can find me on Twitter at jcupjpg, J-A-Y-C-U-P dot J-P-G. I am Drew Wade. You can find me on Twitter at D underscore Wade 97. And you can find us on Twitter now. At the same time. At the same time, on the same account. At, at. NFLs. NFLLAS. Also, you can find us on the internet. NFLs.com. We're official now. Uh, the link is broken right now. But hopefully, <laughs> when I post this episode. When this gets posted, it will not be. We will have a website. There you can see articles. That's a meme. But you can see <laughs> our spreadsheet. And links to our episodes, and also I signed us up for a podcatcher, so hopefully you should be able to like find this on like actual podcast apps now. Um, that would hopefully. be good. Yeah, we're hoping to secure iTunes by the end of the season. We'll see how it goes. I actually think I can have us on there on Wednesday, but we'll see. Hopefully, we'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, welcome back to NFLs. Uh, do you want to talk about how last season ended up? Because I guess I don't think we ever actually like got back in for a, for a victory announcement no um, i don't think so i uh, did we even ever actually like tally up the totals the yeah. final totals i'm pretty sure i won yeah, <laughs> you, won by, you won by two games hey we both ended it it was like 166 164 wins or something like that <laughs> and the coin had a lot less than that i'm yeah. pretty sure <laughs> but this year I'm going to do, I'm actually going to stick to it. I'm going to make a stat sheet, and hopefully I'm going to teach Google Sheets to, like, track stats for us using some, like, uh, very, uh, some um, equations, whatever. But Computer science, bro. <laughs> hopefully, you're going to be able to see, like, oh, Jacob calls every Bears game wrong. That sort of thing. <laughs> Dude, it, it, like me and the Texans last yeah, year, I have not Texans. forgotten. <laughs> Um, I hate the Texans. But yeah, I think we both ended up having like a 70% hit rate or something like that. Which is pretty good. I, I literally compared our uh, percentages to like the NFL.com and ESPN.com's analysts at one point. We both had a better record. So yeah, it's pretty I good. I feel pretty good about it. I think honestly, I, I, part of me believes that it's just because we were more willing to like be risky about things. Yeah. Like I think those analysts are kind of told to like safe pick in a lot of games. Yeah, um, I feel that. But... Anyway, we're back, and now we're going to do something we've never done before. Pick the first week of the NFL in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> we have not ever done this before. <laughs> but as far as picking NFL games goes, I, we have done that for an entire A couple season. times. But here we go. You want to start us off? Yeah, so I will start us off. This upcoming Thursday, we are kicking the season off with the Packers taking on the Bears. Duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. Um, we both agreed that this is the game most likely to end in a tie this week, <laughs> um, but I don't think it will end in a tie. I think the Bears will probably win, and uh, I think the Packers are still going to need some time adjusting to the changes they made in the offseason. Got rid of their 
longtime head coach Mike McCarthy, so they're still going to be running on new legs mm -hmm. as it was. So I think the Bears are going to continue building on uh, the good season they had last year. They're going to come out strong this Thursday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm curious what a post-Vic Fangio Bears looks like because I think that they were one of the only teams in the league last year that was really defined by their defense. Um, but I think that they're going to be just fine without him personally because talent-wise, they're still the exact same team. Um, so I think that – I don't think the Packers are going to just be dismantled this season, but I don't think that this divisional game week one with a new coach is going to be one that they're going to be able to come out on top of. So I don't I don't think it's hopeless, but I, I am pretty confident that this game is going to go the way of the Packers. So I'm also picking that. So, yeah. All right. And this season we have a new coin to be used. I can't say exactly what it is because That's of copyright it. reasons, but... No, Think can. of monsters that you keep in your pocket, <laughs> and that's what brand it's it is. It's uh, a and Giratina. Pocket monsters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the coin says, oh, wait, heads is bears, tails is Packers. Yep. Packers. All right, coin is disagreeing right out of the gate. Oh, coin, you're so silly. Look at that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It doesn't even fit. We got, all a, right. we got a fancy sheet this year uh, where we're putting all of our picks instead of using PowerPoint. Yeah. <laughs> we were doing last yeah, year. We were, like garbage. I was like screen grabbing the NFL.com schedule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I made it so difficult. All right. Let's talk Sunday morning. So first game on the lineup, we have the L.A. Rams versus Carolina Panthers. L.A. Rams um, looking to score a point in the Super Bowl this year, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't care about this game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Rams will win, and it will be so boring. What a, what a boring week one game, I think. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it'll be particularly close either. the uh, The Rams were very good last season, and the Panthers were not very good last season. Which isn't so, the only metric. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, for sure. But I agree with you. I think the Rams are going to take this one. I don't and, even like want to talk about this one. I just don't care. Yeah, we can just move on from that after we <laughs> find out who the coin picks. We're going to say heads is the Rams, tails is the Panthers. Panthers, wow, look at that. Two for two on the disagreements there for the coin. <laughs> All right, our next matchup, one of particular interest to me, we have the Washington Redskins traveling to the city of brotherly love to take on my, my Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I think the Eagles are going to have a good season this year, and I'm not just saying that because I'm an Eagles fan. I know I say that every year because I am an Eagles fan, but even from an unbiased point of view, uh, if Carson Wentz stays healthy, he's surrounded by a number of weapons that are going to make it really exciting to watch them play, and I think they're going to have a really good season. So I think they're going to dismantle the Redskins pretty easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I like picking against you on Eagles matches, but uh, Redskins bad. So Yeah. I will, I will, this is my boycott this year. I know I hunger struck the Broncos last year. This year, I'm not picking the Redskins until they change their name. So, even even if they face, the, even if they face the Bengals. Yeah. 
<laughs> Yikes, that's a pretty that's pretty risky to <laughs> go out on that limb right now. But hey man, whatever. Let's see what the coin has to say. Redskins. <laughs> wow. That's a really interesting episode so far. Alright. Would you like to talk about the next exciting matchup no. for the week. Alright, so I guess the Bills and the Jets are going to play. <laughs> they're going to play some ball. I heard they're running a lot of commercial breaks during this one. <laughs> Just to make sure they're not losing money on like the three people who watch it. <laughs> Gosh, I, this, this week is so boring. I don't know. I, I guess it's the Bills. I think the Jets are so... I think New York football is like a meme right now. I, like... There's honestly only one team named Cincinnati that I have less faith in than, than either of the New York football teams right now. Like, I just don't believe that this team is going to do anything this entire year. And while the Bills aren't necessarily a power program, I think that Bills fans should be pretty grateful that they're going to start their season off on, on kind of an easier, easier foot to get some momentum going. So... I think this one is going to go the way of the Bills, which I believe is the first time I've picked the away team. No, never mind. I picked the Rams, but yeah, I'm definitely going to go Bills on this one. All right. What do you think? Uh, I'm actually going to make this our first disagreement so Ooh. far. I'm going to go with the Jets in this one. I think um, both of these teams are not very good, but I think the Jets have a higher ceiling now, especially that they have Le'Veon Bell in their backfield. And um, a lot of people seem to think that Sam Darnold has potential to be a very good quarterback. He had a kind of shaky first year last year, but you can expect that from a lot of young quarterbacks. But I think he'll um, continue to grow, and I think having Le'Veon Bell in his backfield is definitely going to allow for his development to continue. So I'm going to go with the Jets in this one, though I'm not particularly interested in watching it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to catch me watching this one. And the coin says the Jets as well. All right. As as we do this, I'm updating it so it'll just auto color, even if we don't include the city's name. Oh, that's really cool. We're taking this seriously this year. This is like <laughs> way better than last year's. You guys are in for a treat. Just make sure you listen to it because I edited it together <laughs> the uh, the NFL sound that I used to see every episode. <laughs> I edited it into the beginning of the episodes, so it'll be fun. Okay, um, this next game I'm actually kind of interested in. If you want yeah. to start talking about yeah, it. Yeah, okay, the next game we have the Atlanta Falcons traveling up to the great north to play the Minnesota Vikings. So um, the Falcons had kind of a poopy season last year. Mm -hmm. They didn't really do too much. They weren't terrible, but they were pretty mediocre, and uh, they did not make the playoffs. The Vikings, on the other hand, also didn't make the playoffs, <laughs> thankfully, which allowed the Eagles to make it. Um, I don't think much has changed for either of these teams in the offseason, mm -hmm. so um, we're just going to... This will be our first test of 2019 Kirk Cousins, see if he's worth all that money that he was guaranteed when he came to the Vikings. Uh, he's been a pretty productive quarterback, but he hasn't been like that transcendent superstar that uh, I think the Vikings thought he would be. So I'm interested to see how that will go. But I do think they're better than the Falcons, and they're going to be getting Dalvin Cook back, uh, who they lost to injury last season. He was having a good year, and then he hurt his knee. So I believe if he stays healthy, that will also 
um, be really good for the Vikings, help them to have a better season this year. So I'm going to go with the Vikings here. Yeah. Um, a lot of these like lower card games are kind of just picked for me by home field advantage, honestly. Just when, when it, you have two programs, so I think are floating between like number 13 and number 20 in the power rankings, like typically I just kind of allow myself to go with whoever the home team is. So for this one, it is going to be the Vikings. I just, that, this team really interested me last year just because number one, they were so inconsistent. And number two, even like during their high points, they still just looked so shaky all the time. And I think that the Falcons could legitimately challenge that. That being said, the Vikings have the distinct advantage of not only like having the home crowd, but also just playing in conditions. I mean, it's obviously not going to be snowing or anything like that, but I, I've, I've noticed that the, the higher up to the north you are, the more likely you are to have a pretty good home field advantage. Um, I, I don't think that this one is going to go to the Falcons. Um, but I, I can I would be surprised if they're going either way. It just I don't I guess I don't really trust in the Falcons enough to, to call it for them, even though I don't necessarily have a, a whole lot of faith in the Falcons. I mean in the uh, Vikings. So Gotcha. That's where you find me. Alright. And the coin agrees with us for once. Wow. wow. Look at that. That is our first unanimous pick of the season. So interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Let's talk about Ravens and Dolphins, I guess. Um, I don't know. I <laughs> I thought the Ravens seemed pretty good last season. I think I think that there's a real chance of the AFC North being one of the strongest divisions this year. Um, yeah. With the exception of the Bengals, I think that they. But I mean, then again, you, most of the time when you have like the strongest division, it's three like powerhouses, and then like the team that it, that they're farming wins off of. Yeah. So, um, I I think that I the Ravens look really good, but honestly, I would like to pick the Dolphins just because they've made some pretty uh, oddly ambitious off season moves, like. They, like they've made offseason moves that would look like they're trying to do something, but not any that I would like actually have predicted or like necessarily agree with. Um, so, I, as much as I would like to pick them, if if they win this week, like I might be a little bit more careful to give games away for them from them, especially like when they're home. But I'm gonna have to say that I'm gonna go with the Ravens this game, but I am offering the Dolphins the opportunity to kind of set my way of thinking from now on, if that makes sense. All right. What do you think? So, yeah, I agree. I think the Ravens looked pretty good last year, especially after they started uh, Lamar Jackson at quarterback instead mm-hmm. of Joe Flacco. Yeah. Um, the thing I want to see from them is if Lamar Jackson can actually stand to uh, become more of a pocket passer and not be uh, – mainly reliant on running the football because uh, that usually does not end well for running quarterbacks. True. As you can see with actually one of their backups, who is uh, Robert Griffin III. He he's a perfect example of uh, the bad things that can happen when you're a um, highly run quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> the rest of the team uh, is still pretty much in the same shape. They added Mark Ingram at running back, so that's a 
pretty big upgrade for them and I think they're just going to continue to build and look better so I think I'm also going to go with the Ravens in this one cool cool not a lot of disagreements for week one <laughs> nah. McCoin also picks the Ravens. Wow, look at that. Two unanimous in a row. That looks exciting. <laughs> All right, next we have one of the best teams in the league, the Kansas City Chiefs, taking on uh, a different team, the Jacksonville <laughs> Jaguars. Uh, the Jags could potentially have a really good season this year. Yeah, um, I think they could, actually. New uh, Super Bowl MVP at the helm in Nick Foles. <laughs> uh, they have a pretty strong defense still. Um, I just don't think this is where their superb season is going to start. I think uh, Kansas City is going to come in there and uh, tear stuff up pretty much. They're still the same great team that we saw last year, and uh, I think they're going to continue. I don't Obviously, I don't think that Patrick Mahomes is going to have quite as good of a season as he had last year because you can't expect him to throw 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns every year. Right. That's just impossible, but... 4,000 yards and 40 touchdowns is still a great season, and I think we could probably expect that out of him still. So I think that's going to be another great year for the Chiefs, unfortunately for you. that it, I know uh, <laughs> you don't like to see that. but I like when our division is strong. I'll say that at least. Um, yeah, at least I, it's not Oakland, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. I think the Chiefs are arguably the best team in the league. Um, so after they lose this one, I'm still going to power rank them number one. Uh, I'm going to pick the Jaguars. I don't know why, except for this. I'll say this. I think that the Chiefs, for me, following the Chiefs in a predatory, like trying to catch their weaknesses type of way for as long as I have, I've noticed that when they are confident, they are garbage. And I think that they really could have ran away with a couple of games last year that they didn't, namely the uh, ASC championships, namely the game in Los Angeles against the Rams. I think those mm -hmm. are games where they showed up in, in form, but also just kind of allowed the other team to show up in form. And Nick Foles versus Patrick Mahomes, I don't think that you can have like a more distinctly unique matchup of quarterbacks as far as... Because uh, Nick Foles, to me, is just kind of like a franchise player, if that makes sense, where Patrick Mahomes is really like a star quarterback like you build a team around Patrick Mahomes whereas I think Nick Foles is just kind of like a like a good stuff type quarterback if that makes sense so I think for an away game at the beginning of a season where they're being hyped up second year for Patrick Mahomes this to me kind of seems like the perfect storm for them to just get caught off guard um, so I'm gonna go with the Jaguars but let it be known I still believe that the Chiefs are arguably if not just straight up the best team in the league but I right. yeah this is how I'm feeling so that's what I'm gonna say First shocker pick of the year. <laughs> All right, let's see what the coin has to say. The coin is also smelling an upset here. Looks like I am on my own in picking the Chiefs. That's weird. <laughs> I'm guessing you did not expect. I mean, you can't predict the coin, but you That's should be true. able to predict me to You'd, some degree. You would think. But, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Sorry, I'm just making this. Oh yeah, you're good. Readable. Okay, cool. Looks like we're done. So let's talk about Titans versus Browns. Um, this is probably the easiest game for me to call this week. <laughs> I think the Titans are an exceptionally boring team. Um, yep. I think that this will be the last year that we see um, 
our, my dude, <laughs> Marcus Mariota, putting on blue or red or white, whatever their colors are at this point, <laughs> black, uh, who knows. Um, I don't care about that program at all, and I think that they, at this point, are just kind of a filler team. And yeah. I think that this will be a year that is very narratively focused on the Cleveland Browns, and I have a lot of faith in them. And we talked last year about how strong the Cleveland home field advantage is because these dudes <laughs> sat through like 50 straight losses. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that this game is going to be a huge deficit, very, very one-sided. I think the Browns are going to really take this game away. I think Baker Baker Playmaker is going to put up some highlights, <laughs> and this team is going to make an argument for – Top 10 pretty hard coming out of the gates. I'm going to go with the Browns on this one, and I will be surprised if you disagree. So now it is your turn. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not going to pick a shocking uh, decision here. Um, the Browns really turned it around last year, made a playoff push at the end, which was amazing mm-hmm. to do that in one year. But uh, I expect them to continue to grow this year, and I expect them to be just as exciting as they were the second half of the season. And I expect the Titans to be just as boring as they've been the past ten years or so. Right. <laughs> like it's it's kind of, it's really kind of upsetting because I mean like that's we live near them. That's like mm-hmm. our hometown team kind of, and I just don't they've care just about them at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel anything for them. They've just always been kind of boring. It'd just be kind of cool if, to live near an exciting team, you know. But yeah, they just continue to be mediocre, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and. I didn't. They didn't really make any huge changes in the off season. That ma- leads me to believe they're not going to be that same boring team again this year. Right. So, also, uh, I just want to say I think you struck on something that's a pretty good point. Like it's pretty crazy that the Browns were able to have a playoff uh, like uh, campaign last year and one year because I think I hear a lot of people say like why are we overrating the Browns like we're just automatically now ready to call this a top 10 team when like two years ago they actually went 0 and 16 but I think it's interesting to recognize that not only did they because I think people last year were basically saying like I'd like to see the Browns get it a quarterback they're comfortable with and win seven games and then at least I'll believe that they're capable of doing something and the fact that they were able to go so far beyond that it, like it's not a surprise to me that people are like basically like baselessly calling them yeah. <laughs> like a like a Super Bowl candidate. So I really hope to see something big out of this team this year, and I'm excited to see what happens. I agree. What does the coin say? The coin also thinks the Browns will win. See, even the, even the coin knows not to pick the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny to track like, if the coin avoided the Titans for the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our this next is the first team. time we've unanimously picked a home team, by the way. Oh, look at that. That's <laughs> something to take note of, I guess. <laughs> okay. Next we have the Andrew Luckless Indianapolis Colts Woo! traveling to Los Angeles Unlucky. to take on <laughs> the, uh, the, <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers, not the San Diego Chargers. Um, yeah, when I was doing my power rankings at the beginning of the season, I ranked the Colts a lot lower than like a lot of analysts did and lower than you did and I was and my basis for that was at the time uh Andrew Luck had um a new injury that just got reported it was we weren't sure if he was going to be playing in the first week and now since then he has just straight up retired so 
he will definitely not be playing in week one for them, so I don't think they're going to have much of a chance against um, the Los Angeles Chargers because the Chargers are a very good team, and I mm-hmm. think they will continue to be a good team this year. Uh, they would have had a first-round bye last year if it wasn't for being in the same division as the Chiefs, yeah. which is crazy. But That's just, just how strong our division yeah, is, that's, that's pretty insane. But, um, yeah, I think uh, Phillip Rivers is just going to continue duking it out trying to get another chance at uh, finally winning a Super Bowl. Like, the fact that he hasn't won a Super Bowl yet is insane to me because of how great quarterback he is and how great of teams he's played on. But uh, I think they're going to have another good year this year, and I think they're going to come out strong and have kind of an easy win week one against the Colts. Mm-hmm. This was the game I was actually most looking forward to until about a week ago. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's kind of said that people are like, being so harsh towards Andrew Luck because I definitely don't blame him because I think he was like actually kind of in danger. Oh yeah, a little bit. Um, that being said, I will say that he is a significant hit to that team. So absolutely, no, no like hard feelings. But that wow, he I mean he dropped them at least like twelve spots in my opinion, probably even more. I need to take another look at it, but I. Like I said, I was really, really hyped about this game, and I thought this game was going to be how the, the Colts showed that they were in it um, this year. But yeah. I now no longer believe that to be the case. So I am going to pick the Chargers, um, leaving us at only two disagreements. So <laughs> and the coin picked the Colts in this one. So coin has a lot of shocking picks this week so far. Wow. <laughs> coin is going to go 0-16. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the Bengals and the Seahawks. Uh, wow, I am just so happy for all of my Seahawk fan friends and family <laughs> for getting this lucky week one matchup. Cincinnati is, gosh, they, they just look so bad, man. Um, and I don't want to continue to be like the guy who only talks about home field advantage, but it is Seattle, which you always have to talk about. Um, Absolutely. Seattle is like a arguably like four or five power ranked spots higher when they're at home, which is why like the one year that they've been able to win the Super Bowl was the year that they were seated high enough that they only played in Seattle in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they just look not great in my opinion, but I think that this week may be a really good chance for them to find some type of like real identity that people can hold on to because Cincinnati's kind of a team that you can uh, experiment against a little bit. So... I'm curious to see how they show up, but I am not curious about what the results will be because I think that this game is very much going the way of the Seahawks. Yeah. I'm going to pick them. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, It's not even the fact that they're a great team to be looking out for. It's just that they have the joy of playing the Bengals in week one, and the Bengals are looking to go nowhere, I think, this season. They're probably going to be... contending for the number one overall draft pick for next year. Um, <laughs> the process. <laughs> yeah, uh, they just need to learn to trust the process. And uh, But the Seahawks, they could have a good year this year. I mean, they've still got Russell Wilson at quarterback. They extended him. And uh, uh, he's been great for them, and I think he'll continue to be great. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did just sign. They traded for Jadavion Clowney, and that's a pretty huge addition for their defense so they that could be something exciting for them but yeah i think they're gonna have a pretty easy time week one against the Bengals. 
Yeah, I think uh, I just want to say I expect this game to be a pretty above average game for Russell Wilson uh, based on his own stats. Because uh, I think that I, I still think this team has a glaring weakness in their in their O line, and I say that every season. And I, watching them this off season, um, I still I mean this preseason I still have felt that way. So I don't think that Cincinnati is the type of team to challenge that very hard. So I, I expect this to be a a pretty good fantasy week for Russell Wilson. Yeah, I agree. All right, so our next game we have the 49ers taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers in this one. Uh, Jimmy G is coming back off a knee injury. Uh, he looked a little off in the preseason, but uh, that, that's a little to be expected when you haven't played in almost a whole year. Is it confirmed that he's starting? I wasn't sure. I mean, they don't really have anybody else. Okay. <laughs> well, their, their two backups were not terrible all the time last season, but I'm... After all the money that they gave him, uh, I know they're going to start him as long as he is healthy and ready to go, which all signs say that he is. Um, the Buccaneers are just, they can't even rely on Fitzmagic <laughs> at the beginning of this season. This year, they're going to throw all their coins in the uh, Jameis Winston bucket, which uh, hasn't turned out so well for them so far. Um, he's done pretty well statistically, but they haven't been able to translate that into wins or anything of substance. So yeah, his interception statistic was through the roof last year. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, he's I, a big I don't think there's anything really to be excited about as far as the Buccaneers are concerned. Um, yeah, I'm kind of excited for the 49ers this year. I I really want to see them kind of return to that uh, late 2000s. Uh, form that they were in for a little while there. Um, I think that this is going to be a, a pretty good season opener for them. It's always nice to win on the road week one, especially given the, some of the circumstances that they're playing with. Um, I, I guess I offer the same challenge to the Buccaneers that I offered the Dolphins. Like, Give me a reason to be excited because I mentioned in our last episode that we recorded back when we thought that Andrew Luck would be playing for the Colts that um, – and the Buccaneers are kind of in a, a danger season where I think there's a very good chance that they're going to lose Jameis Winston. And not that I don't think he's going to actually go do anything successful anywhere else, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's like back up for NYG or something like that next year. So I I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa Bay really tried to like turn it on this year and like get some momentum behind them to try and actually turn him into the franchise quarterback that for some reason they've decided he is. So um, I'm not, I don't expect that to happen, but if they win this, this first game, then I think that would be a decent momentum start for them. But I'm going to give it to the 49ers for now, but who's, who knows? Maybe, maybe they'll be impressive. All right. And the coin picks the Buccaneers. Naturally. <laughs> Epic. All right, you want to start us out on this next one, my favorite game of the week? Mm, Giants and Cowboys. My I, two favorite teams. I'm going to have to pick the Cowboys. I don't care about this match. <laughs> the Giants look boring. It's in Dallas. Who cares? I mean, I don't. Yeah. Dallas is, like, arguably in there. Uh, they impressed me towards the end of last year a little bit, but... Uh, I don't know. I, I guess it's kind of like the Seahawks. Like this, this would be a good week to prove that you're not just like another middle of the table team because yep. it's a really easy match in my opinion. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to give it to the Cowboys. Uh, I would, I would, this is probably the one that I, I would be shocked the most by being wrong. And honestly, except for the Seahawks game, probably. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Well, 
As much as it pains my soul to say this, I think the Cowboys will win as well. They had a pretty good season last year, um, and the Giants are bad. So I don't really have much more to say about there this game is. than that. That's pretty much it. Although, <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see, though, because maybe Daniel Jones will just be incredible and shock yeah. everybody. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, he does have um, RBJ to throw. Oh. Oh yeah, ooh, ooh. So it's gonna be Saquon Barkley and nothing else going <laughs> for the Giants this year, and yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Hopefully, this game will end in a tie, but I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> Even the coin. When are you gonna Cowboys. finally pick a tie? You tease it every season. <laughs> this is the game where I will pick a tie. Next, All right. Next time the Cowboys and Giants play. Lions and Cardinals. Every week there seems to be a game. We need to come up with a term for it. It's a game where I don't want to call it the toilet bowl because that's really just more. The toilet bowl to me looks more like Giants at Oakland or something like that. Yeah. But there's a game every week where it's like two like upper 20s teams that are like really neck and neck uh, up against each other. And I'm really hyped because I think it actually has a chance to be a good football game. Um, and I think that that's what the Lions at Cardinals is going to be yep. this week. I'm actually really excited about it. So I don't know what I'm going to call it. I, I want to call it like the 20s bowl or something like that. I'll figure out a better name for it. But uh, I'm going to go with the Lions in this one. Last year I said that I thought the Lions were the best bad team in the league. Um, towards the end there, I tweeted a list of like teams that interested me the most last year, and Detroit was one of them. They were really fun to watch. Their wins were really interesting and impressive to me, but they were like never a team where you wanted them, where you expected them to win the next game. Um, and most of the time you're right, but the games that they won were really fun and interesting to watch games. Yeah, they beat the Patriots last year, which was crazy considering some of the teams they lost to but yeah i think the cardinals are looking really good i wouldn't be surprised if this goes uh if we disagree on this one because i really do think this game could go either way i i'm going to go with the lions just because i am really interested in this team and i would like to know that that was correct but i i legitimately believe that this makes a good argument for the best game this week i'm, I'm really excited to watch this one all right um yeah the the Lions are uh, pretty middle of the pack team, L lower side of the pack or middle, but uh, they still do have Matthew Stafford, who has been great for them the past few years. But I can't really think of many more bright spots for their team this year that will really propel them past the mediocrity they've had. Um, and on the other side of the coin, the Cardinals have a whole new look. They've got Kyler Murray at quarterback and Cliff Kingsbury head coaching. Uh, which is a move that shocked a lot of people, seeing as he had a losing record as a coach in college and then got a job coaching the NFL. But right. we'll see how that works out. But I <laughs> <Bad>. think <laughs> I think uh, a lot of people forget that David Johnson on the Cardinals was considered one of the best running backs in the league like two years ago. Uh, and he's going to be back this year. They've got Kyler Murray, obviously, a quarterback. He could have an exciting season. And, uh, I don't know, I think they have a chance to do some better things this year, end up, like, around 8-8 eight and eight instead of 4-12, <laughs> and 12. Yeah, so, I agree. Uh, I think I'm going to give this one to the Cardinals. Cool. Like, like I said, I'm really excited to watch this match. And I'm going to call it the Swift Bowl 22. Swift. <laughs> oh, my god. It's a game between two teams that I believe are upper 20s. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. And the coin picks the Cardinals as well. You're all, you're on an island on this one. 
That's like Lion Island, the worst island to be alone on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game. Ooh, this one's the lions will eat you. Nice. They're dangerous. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Unless, <laughs> nice. you, unless you pray like Daniel, I guess. Oh, slick. <laughs> <laughs> the next game, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to face the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. This actually could be a very good game. I think people um, probably underestimate how good the Steelers can be since yeah, they lost their two biggest stars, arguably. But Juju Smith-Schuster has showed over the past couple seasons that he has what it takes to be um, the number one wide receiver on a team. So I'm excited to see how he does outside of Antonio Brown's shadow. Big Ben, too. Uh, I mean, I don't yeah, think he's Big ben and anywhere near his prime anymore, but, I mean, he's proven to be a, a franchise player oh, for this for team. Oh, for sure. So, so and I think they're still going to have a good year this year, and they're going up against Tom Brady and the New England Patriots, who... Defending Super Bowl champions. Defending Super Bowl champions. <laughs> Somehow. So, I just don't understand. But, um, yeah, I don't know. They lost Gronkowski. They've got Brady, who's pretty much, like... The only one of the only big names on the team. I think they still have Edelman, perhaps, but I don't. I don't know. I think this is the year we might finally see them start to slow down, um, and I think it's going to start with them having an 0-1 record to start the year. I'm going to pick the Steelers to win this one. All right. I also picked the Steelers. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't necessarily know that I think the Patriots are going to be bad. I, number one, someone else in their division has to clean up their act oh, yeah. if they're ever going to actually slow down. I can I can almost guarantee they'll they'll still win their division, but yeah. they're going to be not as, like, I don't, I don't think they're going to have a first round. I don't buy. think they're going to get a buy either, but I don't necessarily blame that on, like, the loss of Gronkowski or any other thing. I think it's just the fact that the AFC seems pretty stacked to me this year, and I think there's a lot of good teams making decent arguments um, for a, a playoff buy. Um, my, I was talking with my family about it the other day, and they said something really interesting to me, which was, like, at this point, they, that team has, like, a culture that Tom Brady could leave, and they would probably still do just as well because all these players have been trained to protect someone like Tom Brady, um, and I really don't think he's anywhere near his prime anymore, even though I think in the last couple of years he's proven that he's the GOAT. But um, I personally... I'm picking this game for the Steelers just because I know that the Steelers are hungry, especially with how good the Ravens and the Browns look this year. And after getting snubbed last year for a playoff spot, um, and not to mention just it's September Patriots are they're the team that probably falls off the hardest at the beginning of the year somehow. So um, I'm going to give this one to the Steelers, but I do not plan on underestimating the Patriots for a while. All right, and the coin picked the Patriots. Cool. Awesome. So Let's get on to Monday. Yes, Only sir. Two more games. Let's, Let's talk Texans at Saints. This actually could be a really good game. Um, it could be. I, I think that this is another one that is kind of called by, by home field, in my opinion. I think the Texans are probably just going to walk into the playoffs this year, especially now that the Colts like aren't an issue anymore. Um, I mean, the Jaguars can maybe do something, but I, I think the Texans probably have the freest division in the league outside of the Patriots at this point. Um, this is, so I expect them to do really well, but this is probably going to be like last year where they start off 0-3 and then just like win nine in a row after that. Um, I'm going to give it to the Saints because it's a bummer that the Texans have to go to New Orleans. But, oh, my goodness, the Saints should have won the Super Bowl last year. Absolutely. Uh, the NFL refereeing is clown nose, and they would have dismantled the Patriots, in my opinion. Um, so I'm going to go with the Saints because I, if the 
Chiefs aren't the number one team in the league, then the Saints are, I, I believe. All right. Yeah, uh, the Texans aren't necessarily uh, the greatest team in the league, but they're definitely not bad either. I think they're primed to have a pretty good season. I do think they're in a good position to win their division, like you said, especially now that Andrew Luck is out of the picture. Um, but Very lucky for them. But when, but when I... When I made my power rankings, I put the Saints at number one. I think they're probably the highest power team in the league right now. Uh, Drew Brees, as another quarterback who's showing no signs of age, he just continues to tear it up, and I think they're going to start out strong against the Texans this year, and they're going to have another shot at making the Super Bowl this year. And now they uh, there's a rule where you can challenge pass interference calls so <laughs> so they will not be put in the same situation that they're in last year <laughs> that's like least. a that's, that's like, like a, a uh oh it's like, like an indirect like, like roster buff yeah. <laughs> 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 for the saints all right uh, the coin went with the texans for this one you know what well, coin i respect <laughs> that you know what, what? I, I wish i had the, the courage to do <laughs> I picked the text. The coin is so controversial, but yet so brave. <laughs> okay, it's my turn to go first, but I'm going to let you go first Thank for you. this one for obvious <laughs> reasons. Oh, I'm so excited about this game. game. We, we are so lucky to get to open against the Raiders, let me tell you. Okay, last time that Denver played in Oakland, I picked Oakland because, number one, I was really mad at Denver at the time. Number two, I thought that Oakland was really going to, like, go guns ahoy because it was supposed to be the last time that they ever played Denver in Oakland. Um, and number three, I just had a feeling. I believe I told you, like, it was like a November game. It was like a Thanksgiving weekend game. And I told you in, like, September when we opened against them. Like, just so you know, when we go to Oakland in November, we're going to lose. Like, I just knew it was going to happen. Um, this year, uh, the Raiders have... No home field, in my opinion. I think most of their fans are had already kind of burnt jerseys before they found out that they were staying. Um, this team is a joke, and they are not going to do anything, even with their somewhat exciting roster updates with in Antonio Brown, I believe, unless I have some teams mixed up. Yeah. So uh, that being said, I I described. Denver as a weird team. I think it's weird that I think they needed a new head coach. And I think they needed a quarterback, and I think it was really weird that they chose Joe Flacco and Vic Fangio for those two things. Um, not that either of those people are people I don't believe in, because I think that they both have had pretty good careers. But I just don't necessarily look at that new core and say, "Wow, we got this in the bag." That being said, we still have Philip Lindsay on our side of the ball, and we still have. Um, Oh my word, how do I always, we still have um, Von Miller, thank you. I don't know how I always do this, but we still have Von Miller on the other side of the ball. Um, this team is exciting to me, I feel a lot better about them this year. This is such an easy opening game for us, I can't wait to see those stupid Raiders fans just sit there and not say anything for the entire match. It's going to be the quietest game of football this week, this week. so I'm going to give it to the Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos. Uh, another team who added a former Super Bowl MVP to their <laughs> roster, Joe Flacco. Uh, those days are long behind him, but I do think he's an upgrade over uh, Case Keenum. So that's good news for you and all other Broncos fans. And I think uh, Vic Fangio has a good chance to be a great head coach for them. Uh, I think 
they will definitely have a better season this year than they did last year, or they at least have a great chance to. Um, the Raiders uh, definitely upgraded at wide receiver, getting arguably one of the best wide receivers in the league, of, in the league that we've seen in our lifetime. Yeah, honestly. Um, but I'm not sure that's enough. That one player is enough to uh, change their fortunes. So unless Derek Carr comes out and has a season as a superstar franchise quarterback, like the Raiders thought he would be, and then I do not give the Raiders much of a chance to have a good season this year. So yeah. I'm going to go with the Broncos to start this week off. Cool. I, I think, think when they move to Las Vegas, Vegas, I expect there to be some sort of resurgence with this program. Yeah. yeah. I think I think this year that they're lucky that the NFL didn't like sell them to for, like force them to sell. Honestly. Ooh, the coin went with the Raiders for this one. Crazy. All right, well, I guess that does it for the first week. Um, as we said, you can check in on us through our Twitter account, at NFLs. You can also look at NFLs.com to see this fancy spreadsheet. A real website that belongs to the NFLs. The spreadsheet that I've been talking about all episode hopefully will be accessible in some shape or form on that site, so you can look at our picks in case you forget. Also, we'll be updating it somewhat live whenever one of us remembers to go in and type in the winners but and who knows maybe at some point i'll write an article to put on the website i think that'd be pretty cool yeah. i'm also checking for power rankings i'm gonna start doing that again um and hopefully if we can figure out how to make the powerpoint file work on truths then i'll start doing it as well uh yeah thank you guys for listening i am jacob wilkinson i'm drew wade and as always with me i have the coin thank you